Good evening, I'm Christian Esguera, and welcome to this episode of After the Fact, where we get to see things more clearly, where we get a better sense of the truth. Let's begin by dissecting the news. Winning the coveted elective position, say the presidency, requires a lot of hard work and huge resources, all to convince millions of voters that a particular candidate best fits the job. The term, of course, is convince because it's akin to selling a product. In which case, the outcome may either satisfy the customers, the voters in this case, or disappoint them altogether. In Filipino parlance, nabudol. Today, we'll speak with two veteran campaign strategists about the art of the election campaign, why certain strategies work and others do not. Now, be part of our discussion. Send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANCAfterTheFact. Joining us tonight are veteran campaign strategists, former Senator Sergio Osmeña III and Alan Herman. Good evening, uh, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us on the program. Good evening, Christian. Good evening, um, and uh, thank you for having us. Uh, it's okay. a pleasure and a privilege to uh, be in uh, the company of Senator Serge, one of my life idols. Okay, we have two, vet- <laughs> we have two veteran campaign strategists here. Uh, I'll start with the, the, with the more veteran one, not exactly because of age, okay? Uh, I'd, like to, uh, I'd like to start with Senator Sergio Smeña, okay? Uh, basically, our topic today is the, uh, is the art of the political campaign, of course, in preparation and perhaps to help uh, voters choose or make the wise decisions in 2022, okay? So basically, given your experience, uh, Senator Serge, how exactly do you sell a candidate to the voters? Of course, when I say sell, quote-unquote, make them palatable, make them acceptable. Well, first, you have to fit into the character of the candidate, no? Uh, because uh, if you try to sell an apple and it's an orange, it won't work. So uh, you have to uh, fit the, what? Fit the uh, candidate's character and personality. Okay. So in this case, uh, which is the most difficult part usually in terms of uh, uh, making the public or convincing them to go for a certain candidate? Well, it's a matter of messaging. If your message is right, then you'll be able to connect better. I'm I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, but you'll be able to connect better. So uh, it, it, it better be right. Okay. In your case, for the benefit of our viewers, often when I speak with the likes of Alan Herman and other campaign strategists, uh, <laughs> they look at you with reverence and also fear, okay? Because <laughs> of your track record uh, during elections. How long have you been doing this, uh, Senator Search? <laughs> I, I don't know. On, on, on and off for about 25 years. Okay. Why? <laughs> okay, so when you, when you say 25 years, that's a lot of experience and a good number of election cycles. So I often hear this, the, the, the search is many away when it comes to... Hello? That's very bad. Okay. I'd like to ask Alan uh, at this stage, okay? We'll, we'll get back to our senator search, okay? Usually when you... When, when, <laughs> Is that correct when I mentioned earlier? Usually campaign strategists look at uh, the, the so-called Sergio Smenya style of campaigning. Uh, what do you know about it, uh, Alan? Uh, 
I have had the pleasure and the privilege of uh, actually working alongside Senator Serge under his uh, mentorship and his guidance. And uh, the one thing I really admire about him is uh, we are aligned in the sense that uh, Senator Serge is very numbers-based. He's uh, obsessive and fanatical about factual numbers that will drive the message. So it's not only an art, but it is a science. And that really uh, connects with me on a, on a DNA level. Uh, in fact, uh, they say that um, there's a so-called holy commandment of political communications. Uh, you have to turn data into information. You have to turn information into insight. And you have to turn insight into action. And I think that uh, Senator Serge is uh, one of the pioneers and one of the trailblazers of this methodology. Okay, let's ask uh, Senator Serge uh, himself. Basically, when you talk about your method, how would you describe it in terms of making a candidate team? Senator Serge. I think he's experiencing some... Uh, this is Okay, we'll try to call you again, uh, Senator Serge. Okay. 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 We're going to take a quick break after the fact. We'll yeah. be right back. Mobility will be key to recovery because we have relaxed some of our quarantine methods no? and, uh, and we have allowed more transportation to come out. That's going to prove to be better for demand. If we do follow uh, the health protocols, the ability of people to move around will likely contribute better to growth.
the greatest disruptor of all time is actually COVID-19. Because of limited mobility, people are also not being able to go to physical branches, etc. It further accelerated the adoption of consumers of digital channels. We are now being able to provide uh, the services needed by our citizens, by our consumers. After the fact, we're still joined by two veteran campaign strategists, former Senator Sergio Smenya III and uh, Mr. Alan Herman. Okay, uh, before we took a break, Alan talked about the strategy of turning data into information, information into insight, and insight into action. So basically, according to him, inspired by the Sergio Smenya campaign strategy. So let's hear it straight from uh, former Senator Sergio Smenya. How would you describe your, your style or strategy in making candidates win? Well, uh, it's not really a style, no? Uh, it's, it's just a matter of uh, doing the basics. So, for, for example, when, when I look at a candidate, the first thing I ask is, what, what's in him? Uh, what will make him win? So uh, a candidate has got to stand up in front of a mirror and ask himself, what will make me win? Because if you cannot, then uh, you, you better not run at all, no? So, so uh, th uh, that's it. Uh, what is or who is Serge? That is the first question. So when, when you define who Serge is, that Serge is a married man, he's a, he's a politician, etc., etc., then you go to the second question. Why vote for Serge? So yung na na nakilala ka na ng tao, siya, ah, ayan pala si Serge, okay. Bakit ko siya bumotohin? Okay, then you have to find out what makes you click with them. And uh, it could be several things, but you have to choose one or two only. Because if you choose so many, then mo. So you have to, right now, you have to be studying on what is your best push and your best pull for uh, the people to vote for you. Okay, and then after that, you choose at least two. Or one to two then, attributes. Then, then after that comes the third part. Vote for surge. Okay. So you said who is surge? Why vote for surge? Vote for surge. Okay. So what happens usually when you let's say tend to perhaps be if you tend to be more greedy in terms of selling your attributes? Let's say you think you're a good man, you're a good person, you want people to know that you have at least five great attributes no. for them to vote for you. What's what's wrong no. with that? That's not enough. Because you've got to juxtapose, uh, juxtapose that with your opponent. 
you're not running alone, you see. You're running against people. So, for example, in the uh, elections of uh, 2010, when Noy Noy ran, he was running against Erap. He was running against Teodoro, who was the candidate of Gloria Macapagal-Arroyo, and he was running against uh, Manny Villar. Manny Villar, sir. And, yes. And uh, we found out that with the three, Erap, Gloria, uh, uh, meaning Teodoro uh, Gloria, and then Manny Villar, they had corruption issues. So we jumped on that. And we said, kung walang kurap, walang mahirap. Okay. And the rest, of course, but, is history. Yes. But, but it has to be uh, juxtaposed against your opponent. Not just you yourself, but you against your opponent. So right now, when you're running against, say, uh, Bongbong Marcos and Isco Moreno and Manny Pacquiao, you have to juxtapose yourself against those three candidates. Now... If you have to juxtapose yourself against one candidate, then you choose the, the strongest candidate. But aside from that, since it's still early and you cannot, you don't know who's going to be the strong candidate, whether it will be uh, uh, Lenny Robredo or uh, or uh, Isco Moreno or uh, Bongbong Marcos, you, you, you better go slow first until you can just find that position. Okay. Alan, you were reacting to that. I was asking about uh, a certain greed, quote-unquote, of selling, overselling yourself to people. Uh, in fact, we call that, uh, there's a term for that, we call that buffet marketing. That is the last thing you want to do as a candidate, is to uh, offer yourself as a buffet. Meaning to say you're everything and you're everything and ultimately you are nothing to the voter. Uh, there's a rule we call one item carry on. The best, uh, the best visualization for that is a bed of nails versus one one nail if you lie down on a bed of nails many many nails you will lie down comfortably walang tatagos but if it's just one nail one message one singular message agusyon so definitely mm -hmm. senator serge and i are uh, are definitely in agreement with that uh, one message take away one one item carry on can you cite a campaign in recent memory where that was in action to disastrous ends. Oh my goodness! Meaning buffet. Oh my goodness! Campaigning. Uh, fact, I, I, I use I use uh, I use this candidate as an example in my talks. Uh, unfortunately, he's still running, still very active in politics. Uh, but in 2010, this candidate ran, and he came up with a moniker for himself. And literally, his ad, uh, it, it's a, it's a male candidate, was a roulette. It was candidate's name para sa kababaihan, name para sa kaunlaran, name para sa edukasyon, name para sa... And um, that candidate, who was one of the front runners uh, for the first four months of the survey, ended up not making it. Buffet marketing, one item carry on. Senator Serge is absolutely right. Uh, if you try to be everything to the voters, ultimately you will end up being nothing to them. Who was this candidate you're referring to? Uh, he's uh, currently running now for the... Uh, Mayor, uh, mayoralty race in Quezon City. Uh, in fact, that time he was running for senator, and uh, he came up with a moniker uh, at that time. And um, it, that was his. It was some um, tall mic para sa kaunlaran, tall mic para sa kababaihan, tall mic para sa edukasyon, tall mic para sa ekonomiya. And at that time, he was um, very, very popular, one of the uh, top survey leaders. So and, basically, um, yeah, the messaging just 
uh, because it was buffet marketing, as we call it, uh, did not did not uh, have that one carry on uh, that um, engaged voters. Okay, Senator Serge, you mentioned the importance of messaging, but basically, once you start on the wrong foot, let's say early in the campaign, is it still possible to recoup that lost ground yes. and somehow fix the messaging? It's possible to recoup. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, everybody is still trying to find this message. And I don't think that uh, anybody can really come to their message until about January, you know, uh, because things could still change on November 15th, no? So, um, but by January, at least by early February, you should have come up with your message. But if your message is wrong or a little off, you can always adjust it later on. Hmm. Now, earlier, you, I think it was Alan who mentioned the, the idea of... Uh, Look, you also mentioned this, looking at uh, a common theme, I suppose, uh, which you can take advantage of among your candidates. But how much of that strategy uh, has to do with projecting your strength than pouncing on the vulnerabilities of your opponents? Well, the vulnerabilities of opponent at this time, no? Uh, you, you, you'll, you'll pounce on that later on about uh, February, March. But not now. Right now, you're just promoting yourself. And so uh, you just have to keep on going until you can find the right message. Okay. Alan, how difficult is that to fix uh, a disastrous messaging early on? Uh, actually, it hardly happens now because of the, the science and the software and the data uh, that that um, that goes into running campaigns. In fact, Senator Serge was one of the early adopters of taking a numerical, very quantitative approach uh, to campaigning and using surveys to their fullest extent. Uh, so right now, even before you run, you will um, you will already craft what is known as ATSP numbers: awareness, trust, satisfaction, and preference numbers. Uh, you will get. Um, Court strengths and DSI surveys, dominant selling ideas. So, if your campaign team is uh, is on top, I mean, on the ball and on top of things, they will be able to craft a message that is uh, not only consistent with who you are, but is palatable to the voter. However, at the end of the day, uh, alam mo yun, politiko parin yun eh, politiko parin pinag-usapan natin. May mga matitigas talaga ulo. Uh, they will think, uh, you know, I'm the Messiah, I know best. Uh, Nanalu naman ako uh, past elections. Tipilitin nila yung gusto nila. I don't want to mention names, but uh, for me, there is a there is a candidate right now that is really not taking at full advantage of what made him a Filipino icon uh, to begin with. Ini iniba niya yung messaging niya. Bigla, biglang ngayon nakabarong siya. Biglang ngayon nakakart on chest. Biglang they're trying to project him as a uh, legislator, lawmaker, uh, very cerebral person. When in fact, that's not what made him a Filipino icon. Uh, and and I think you know who I'm referring to, right? For me, these are these are slips. Are you referring to and providing uh, free advice, Senator Manny Pacquiao? Who's running for president? You know, it, it it makes me scratch my head as a brander because I promise you, every quantitative and qualitative survey done uh, on the attributes of um, Senator uh, Pacquiao, and and don't get me wrong, his heart his heart is in the right place. But alam nang tao yan. But if you take uh, the, the old joke is if you take a marble and you throw it in the palenque, hit somebody in the head, and you ask him, "Sino si Sino si Manny Pacquiao?" They will never say yung statesman, 
yung senador, yung politiko, they will always say yung boxingero, people's champ. Uh, okay. So I don't understand why they uh, went in diametric opposition to what made him an icon to begin with. Um, as a brander, I can't understand that. Maybe their team. I mean, I'm not. I'm not mocking their work. I, I would never do that out of professional courtesy. Okay. But maybe they know something I don't. Okay. Later on, I was supposed to ask you uh, guys, uh, gentlemen, to comment on individual strategies. But do you agree with that assessment, uh, Senator Search? Uh, somehow, Why? it's quite <laughs> off-brand. It's quite off-brand. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's your turn to be put on the spot, uh, Senator. Yeah. Still, he's still, he's got time to to adjust. He's got time to adjust. Right now, he's just feeling the ropes, uh, feeling his way. So uh, let's see whether he can adjust. But uh, he will see that uh, perhaps his survey will go down uh, with the image he's projecting today. So he'll uh, he'll readjust it to bring himself up again. But can that be attributed to, let's say, perhaps uh, a willingness? or an earnest effort to somehow show people they ha that you can do more or you have more than just being a great boxer. Perhaps you're, we're seeing a Manny Pacquiao who's quite defensive. Senator Serge, I think Senator Serge uh, wants to respond to that. Well, uh, I, I think that Manny still has to find his footing. He's uh, totally green at this, and uh, I, I, I can understand that. And so uh, let us see the way he goes. Uh, right now, uh, he's neither here nor there, that's true, but uh, he might find his footing later on, maybe in a month's time, maybe in two months' time. So let's wait. Okay. Uh, Alan? Uh, okay. I, I, I was careful not to use this term, but just for purposes of this discussion, parang somehow with, with that particular assessment, ang ginamit ko term of brand, no? Pero can that also be a reflection of perhaps uh, political insecurity in terms of campaigning? New pa alam na... Yeah, okay. Ako, I understand where um, the team is perhaps trying to bring him because ang nangyari dyan is masyado silang nag, uh, naging reactive dun sa usual batikos kay Senator Manny. Diba? Uh, which is, you know, he is not performing, etc., etc. And, and, you know, they, they, they perhaps, by going to the opposite of that, complete opposite, I don't want to, again, you use the term off-brand, but uh, there's a term we use as branders, we call that imprints. You can do that, but still retain imprints. Of course, by all means, put him in a barong, put him in a, a, a suit and tie, but may, maybe make him wear a boxing glove. Maybe if you're going to put him, project him as a statesman, maybe still use an imprint like knock out ang kahirapan, knock out ang corruption, something like that. At least you're still um, drawing back to the imprints of what made him a Filipino icon. Yung sinasabi ni Sir, Senator Serge kanina na uh, ano yung dominant selling idea mo, who is Serge? Uh, eh, who is Manny Pacquiao? People's champion yan. So I don't, and uh, personally, as a brander, maybe again they know they have data that I don't, and I'm certainly not talking their team. But uh, why have we completely abandoned that which made him a dominant brand? Uh, there was a point where everybody wanted to wear Manny Pacquiao apparel uh, because it was alluding to a certain Filipino pride. It was alluding to the fighting spirit. Okay. Anyone.
Okay. But but Senator Serge, uh, of course, Alan, you can also chime uh, on this also. Isn't that also somehow uh, a way to address a need for people to understand that this is this boxer can also be uh, a presidential candidate? Because it's a common comment came Manny Pacquiao. Yes, you're a great boxer, boxing legend, sports icon. Pero parang hindi yata bagay sa presidente. At least, uh, as a lot of critics would like to characterize him. And in this case, that is his way of addressing that concern. Uh, yeah. Senator, you're right. Or, or, uh, you're, 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 you're both right. But, you know, uh, Alan said something there that, uh, that that's very interesting. He said that uh, you might be a boxer, although boxing is not going to get you anywhere, but boxing, pag sinabi mo, knock out yung corruption, knock out yung uh, katiwalian, that is going to be telling. And uh, that is going to be enough to bring the voter back to you. So uh, I, I don't know if, if Manny Pacquiao is going to do it, but uh, uh, that's a very good idea, Alan. Maybe I just gave them free advice, Mr. Senator. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pero yung gano, isn't that also somehow a disservice to the voters? Because uh, ultimately, even if many of them perhaps are not that concerned about the nitty-gritty of campaign platforms. I'm saying perhaps, huh? uh, somehow as a, as a candidate, whether you're a boxing icon or he came from other fields of expertise, you need to talk about the issues and people need to understand that you understand those issues. Uh, yes, no, uh, you, know, uh, you, you will talk about the issues. That, that's without saying. But when you go just into your messaging, that is that is going to be one of your messages anyway. If you were Manny Pacquiao, uh, that you're going to knock out the corruption, you're going to knock out the katiwalian. Okay, I like or knock out kahirapan. I mean, knock out kahirapan for that matter, or knock out ang uh, ang mga oligarchs, knock out ang pagiging elitista, something like that, or maging kampion, champion ng masa, uh, di ba? Uh, these are yeah. uh, again imprints of the, the Manny Pacquiao brand, right? and and, and, I, and I, I'm sorry if I we made the discussion so specific to one candidate, but uh, perhaps as a an epilogue about about this candidate, may may time three e rule, di ba? You have to be exceptional in one thing, and uh, as far as Senator Manny is concerned, he's exceptional in his heart. Uh, para sa masa, um, poor boy done good, di ba? Uh, fought himself out of poverty quite literally. Uh, and then the next E is uh, you have to enhance. So anong kailangan niyang i-enhance? Perhaps his statementship. So enhance lang yon. And then equalize kung saan siya mahina. So kung sinasabi ng tao mahina siya sa, sa problem solving, sa matters of state, matters of economy, then he can equalize that by saying, I will hire a good cabinet. I'm going to hire this guy. I will take advice from someone. So... Uh, so that that's how you know a, a way of doing it also while still remaining on brand if that's the 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 term we're using right now on and off brand. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying it's on or off brand. Okay, attorney uh, Senator Serge, I, I remember there was uh, there were criticisms uh, against uh, then Senator Candidate uh, Bong Revilla Jr. Uh, when he the last time he ran for the Senate and he was successful, he won right. But there were cri- critics who were referring to his uh, seeming strategy toward victory. And then because of his popularity, that was enough to actually win him another seat in the Senate. Uh, is such a strategy still wise, uh, given the current uh, 
um, current atmosphere that we have now for the 2022 elections? Can a candidate still afford to focus on that? I, I, I really do not know because uh, these elections are really something. You have, for example, senators who, who don't belong to any party or belong to all the parties. So it, it's going to be really, really difficult uh, to figure out who, what, why, where, and how. However, this much I can say that the campaign is going to be based on what you yourself are going to be doing. So if you're going to be, you're say, you know, Bongbong Revilla is not a, a candidate this year. But if you say you're going to be Laurel Legarda, you're going to be concentrating on what you will be doing and you, what you will bring to the people. And uh, that's about it. Uh, you, you don't have to bother with the other things because they're just too many issues in a senatorial or in a presidential campaign that no one can pay attention to them at any time. So you, you pay attention only to one or two issues that are your issues and uh, take it from there. Okay. Uh, Alan, earlier we were talking about Senator Manny Pacquiao, but let's talk about the other uh, candidates or aspirants uh, for the presidency. You know? Just for the record, you're not working in any of those campaigns, right? No, uh, no, I'm not, not working not in the any campaign. Both of you, you're not working in any campaign. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm for Isco, but I'm not working with him, no. You'll just vote for him? I'll, I'll just vote for him. <laughs> okay, but you're not part of his campaign team? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'll ask uh, Alan first. Okay, we, we talked about Senator Manny Pacquiao. How about the others uh, who are also running for president? Uh, who do you think so far uh, has projected good messaging at this stage in the campaign, even if the campaign period officially hasn't started? Uh, you know, I, I hate to say this, uh, and, and it, it saddens me to say this, uh, and, you know, my, my, my slip is showing, my political slip is showing, so to speak, but uh, I have to credit the team of uh, for, uh, former Senator Bongbong Marcos because, you know, they, they were lying in wait and they prepared and they laid the groundwork at uh, ang binibenta nila ngayon, ang tawag ang tawag diyan is ano eh, uh, Camelot, the promise of Camelot. It 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 uh, resonates with Filipinos. The golden era, the golden city, it worked for um Vice President George Abinay. Ganito kami sa Makati, pwede naming gawing ganito ang buong Pilipinas. Uh, uh, it worked you know um to a point si Mayor Iskoy is doing the same. Sa Manila, ganito, ganito, ganito. We can do the things we did in Manila for the entire Philippines. Now, um, Senator Marcos is doing that uh, in the sense that he's saying, uh, hearken to the days when uh, the golden era of, um, of martial law, when things were ever uh, flourishing and beautiful and fragrant. Uh, now, factual basis, I mean, the facts aside, whether or not this is true or not, uh, obviously another discussion for another day, but uh, that's their brand. They've stuck to it. They have uh, tenaciously uh, pushed that brand and that narrative and uh, look at where he is in the surveys. So among those who are running for president, his is the uh, clearest so far in terms of messaging or most effective? Well, uh, well, ako, I, I just used that um, as an example kasi ano yan eh, um, yan yung uh, mabenta sa Pinoy. 
Okay. Yung, uh, yung tinatawag nga nating uh, the, the Camelot, hearkening back to the days of Camelot. But in hmm. terms of messaging, I think all of them have very clear, strong messaging right now. I would definitely mention uh, Mayor Isko. Uh, how can you beat How can you beat that? Ikaw na Isko. I mean, how can you beat that? Brilliant, beautiful play on words. Uh, and what a narrative, what a story. Uh, when you think of Mayor Isko, you think of moments of truth. He, he has his own language. He speaks in a certain way that is immediately identifiable. He looks good. Dating artista, matipuno. Diba? Uh, leadership capabilities in Manila. Tapos, may heartful dahil nanggaling ako sa ano, nanggaling ako sa hirap. I, I, I made my way up from the Cariton. I mean, everybody knows the story. Uh, I thought that I thought his first ad was absolutely uh, a blockbuster. So, magaling yun. Si VP Lenny is playing on the antithesis of what we are currently experiencing as Filipinos. Uh, diba? Ang ginagawa naman ni VP Lenny ngayon is uh, it needs a more delicate touch. Uh, uh, solutions rather than rhetoric. Yan yung ano ni Lenny, di ba? Um, uh, mapagmahal, uh, maalaga, nanay, etc. So, I think all of them have um, very, they've slotted into good messaging arcs. Uh, let's just see kung uh, sino yung uh, sino yung lilitaw, so to speak. Okay, Senator Serge, uh, ba- basically same question. Of all those running for the presidency now, whose message do you think uh, is likely to stick throughout the campaign? Perhaps at this stage, who has been more effective in terms of uh, getting that message across? Well, I think uh, East Coast is. And uh, uh, Alan said so. Uh, East Coast said, I came from the poor. And he did come from the poor. He is even poorer than uh, in Daisara, if in Daisara runs, no? So, siya talagang pinakamahirap dito, he and Manny Pacquiao. But Isco did something with it for himself. He not only worked through college, he became uh, a movie actor, he became mayor, and as mayor, he accomplished many things. So, Isco has the narrative to uh, really carry him through to the presidency. How about the other candidates? Let's say uh, Bongbong Marcos. Do you agree with uh, Alan's assessment of of uh, Marcos's messaging? Well, no. Uh, Bongbong is only uh, well. Is hello, sir. Go ahead, sir. Senator Serge. We can't hear you. Hello. Okay, we'll try to get him back on the line. Okay, Alan, does truth even matter in campaign messaging? Or you can basically uh, secure an elective position and lie your way into that? Uh, before, I would think, um, you know, truth matters more now, I would, I would say. Uh, and, and I'm going to cheat the way, to, the way I'm going to answer that question again. Uh, it should matter. Truth should matter. Absolutely, it should uh, I think the, the zeitgeist has shifted. I think uh, voters now are more wary and discerning. And, it, you know, truth really should matter. And I believe slowly but surely, as we're seeing on social media, it does. It, it does matter nowadays. Okay, during the introduction, I mentioned the term budol because these things happen all the time, right? 
So mm. because of guys like you, because you're good at what you do, you're able to somehow sell a candidate to voters without necessarily uh, being that truthful or authentic. <laughs> Am I correct? <laughs> well, uh, in, well, speaking for our, our firm no, and myself, uh, I like to think of myself as a flower arranger. Uh, I'm, I'm a flower arrangement specialist. I'm not, I'm not uh, lying. I'm merely hiding the wilted, uh, unattractive flowers behind the more attractive, beautiful, blooming flowers. I'm not lying to you, but I am just arranging it in such a way that uh, maybe the uh, unpalatable ones are hidden and the more beautiful ones are more visible. <laughs> but uh, as a practice Christian, no, absolutely. Uh, we, we don't... Um, we try to veer away from uh, from being disingenuous or even outright dishonesty because you know it will bite you back. It will bite you back. Um, I've I've experienced this. Uh, well, never me, no. Pero yung opponents ko. Okay. Yeah. I'd also like to get the the opinion of Senator Search there. Uh, before you 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 got offline, no. We were talking about the importance of truth. Uh, in campaign messaging. Uh, given your experience, Senator Search, how difficult was it to basically sell a candidate? without an authentic message or someone who is actually far away from the kind of image that he wants to project for himself or herself? Well, Senator, uh, you know, are we talking about Bong Bong? No, no, no. In general, Mona, in general. <clears throat> okay. In Bong Bong's case, right now, he's going on the presumption that people don't know what happened during his father's time. So he's saying it's a golden era. So let him say that first, because sooner or later, it's going to come out that that was the worst era that the Philippines ever underwent. So I don't think that anything is going to happen to, to him with that uh, proposition, that uh, it's a golden era. He'll have to find a new, a new uh, handle or a new uh, message. But, but, but does, does truth even matter uh, during an election campaign? Does the truth matter? Yeah, yeah. Or, or basically you can make a candidate can win. Uh, the truth matters if you can find out if it's the truth. But if you don't know what the truth is, how can it matter? How about authenticity? What, what is authentic? For example, uh, I don't know whether you, you would agree with me, but President Duterte, when he ran for president, he was projecting himself as uh, the Filipino everyman, right? That he, there were even pronouncements of his to the effect that he was not rich. But in reality, he was rich, right? But somehow... I'm sorry, I cannot hear you again. Can you hear me now? I cannot hear you. Can you repeat that? Can you hear me now, sir? Now I can Am I clear? Okay, yeah. I'm talking about authenticity, you know? so because we're, we're in the subject of messaging. Earlier mentioned that you, you look for the strengths of a candidate and try to highlight it. Highlight it. But what if, for instance, you gentlemen are very good at what you do? You can come up with messaging without necessarily reflective of the authentic character of the person that you're trying to sell to the voters. So my point is, does authenticity even matter? Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, yes, if uh, you can really come across, and no, if you don't come across. So, I mean, it, it all depends. And uh, I, I cannot say unless you tell me what, the, what is authentic, 
or what is the authentic thing you're trying to tell me, and I'll tell you whether it's really authentic or not. I was cited the example of uh, then presidential candidate uh, Rodrigo Duterte in 2016. We know that he's not poor. He's not poor. His family, is, uh, his family was and is rich, right? But he was able to project that image that somehow he's the champion of the poor. Uh, he's even very crass, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So can you consider that as an example of not being that authentic, but so, somehow being effective in terms of messaging? Well, uh, that's okay because uh, really uh, Duterte showed himself to be a, a candidate of the poor, and uh, in a way he was a candidate of the poor because he was from outside Manila, and everybody else was from Manila, and so they they they, they thought it was perfect. Uh, this is the guy who who is from the provinces, is from Mindanao, and uh, he's poor, and he's going to bring us. Uh, in, uh, in, into the promised land. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, it, it, it worked. Remember, it, it isn't uh, the end-all and be-all of everything. Duterte only got 37% of the vote. Mm -hmm. Okay? But still, it was enough. Enough, enough plurality, plurality to win, win him the presidency. Plurality is the word. Okay. okay. Alan, how about in the case of uh, uh, Vice President, President Lenny Robredo? What is she doing right what is she doing wrong? Uh, well, what she's doing right is definitely yung tinatawag natin alam ng puso. Uh, she has managed to uh, inflame the hearts of people who are uh, sick and tired of uh, the status quo. Now, whether or not there are that's a majority or not, it is a fact that right now she is uh, she has inspired people to actually yung tinatawag nilang matakot ka na pag uh, gumawa na ng kartolina yung mga tao. And uh, I'm sure Senator Serge knows, knows this from his experience uh, in many, many campaigns. Uh, yun yung kinatatakutan mo eh. Yung pag yung mga tao gumagawa na ng kartolina, uh, nagpepe, nag, 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 nagsusulat na sa, sa mga band paper, uh, making makeshift signs. Somehow, uh, Vice President Lenny has uh, inspired and instilled that, um, that sort of uh, fervor. Now, what is she doing wrong? Uh, and I think I'm not saying that she's still doing it wrong, but um, the the campaign really should be, and they're they're actually doing it right now. Because yung mga so-called yellows, ang tingin parin sa mga ano sa mga liberal party or yung mga yellows na tinatawag ay elitista, intellectual snobs, uh, uh, living in ivory towers, not really um, not really exposing themselves to to the social needs of the people on the ground. So, yun yung dapat pa sigurong i-enhance uh, sa campaign ni Vice Lenny. Okay. Senator Search, what do you think? You, I think uh, you and Alan worked during the campaign of Vice President Lenny in 2016, right? Uh, we, I, I, no, no, no. 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 Uh, in 2016, I went for uh, Grace No, no, for Vice President. For Vice President, Senator Search. Or vice, vice president. Vice president, that was for Lenny. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's for Lenny. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, so she's now gunning for the presidency in 2022. So, what do you think are the refinements or the things that she, that she needs to do away with to, to run a more effective campaign? Well, Lenny's still finding her way. Uh, she doesn't know who her opponent will be, whether it'll be Sara Duterte or Bongbong Marcos. And uh, now she's looking at uh, 
Ishko Moreno was another opponent. So it's, it's really very difficult for her to define herself uh, first and uh, to go against the others until that thing uh, gels on November 15th. If uh, on November 15th it will be Sara Duterte and not Bongo, then it has to change, no? And uh, her, 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 uh, her issue will be the Duterte administration. And that will be a very good issue because talagang banat na banat ka nandiyan. But when the issue is bong-bong, then it has to be against the, the uh, golden years of the Marcos administration. So uh, these are two very different uh, uh, campaigns. And so we have to wait until November 15th before Lenny can even define what her campaign in this case, we'll try to, to fix this uh, line again. Alan, in this case, is that uh, even wise for, 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 for the group or the team of Vice President Robredo to focus on correcting, assailing, and setting the record straight when it comes to that bong-bong Marcos narrative? Or should she do what uh, Isco Moreno has been doing, basically try to project himself in the middle get what's good from previous administrations, et cetera, et cetera, and focus on, he said, he keeps on saying, gut issues. Alan? Uh, well, tatlo yung message, ano eh, tatlo yung message priorities mo as a candidate. Eh. You have to upload, you have to attack, and you have to avert. So, upload your, what you're doing and what your platforms are, which I think Vice President Lenny is doing very well. Uh, but there is a component of attacking. Uh, hindi, hindi ma, mawawala yun. So in terms of percentages, definitely I wouldn't recommend her to be the one directly doing the attacking. But uh, alam naman natin, especially uh, those in my profession, uh, there are some groups that will do the attacking for you and uh, try to erode whatever claims uh, and or gains that uh, her political opponents have made. So in the case of um, Senator Bongbong, that's uh, former Senator Bongbong, that's right, but so bakbakin ni narrative in the case of the other opponent iba naman yung bakbak mo but uh, yeah kasama sa messaging yun uh, it's applaud attack and avert okay senator search which one is more difficult earlier you said no malalaman pa naman natin yan sa November 15 whether Sara would run and or it would be Bongbong uh, who would remain in the race between the two no uh, but given those two narratives, who do you think, from the perspective of Vice President Robredo, which one would be more difficult to deal more with? More difficult to run against? Yeah, yes. to deal with. It would with. be more difficult yeah. to run against uh, Sara. Why? Why? I agree. Because her Why, father's the president. <laughs> she has a built-in advantage. And equity of the incumbent, so to speak. Okay. Yes. So uh, there, there's an advantage there. And then the money, the money, oh, my God, uh, that's going to be coming out of their ears. So Sara Sara is going to be a very formidable candidate. Compared to Bongo Marcos for president. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But doesn't Bongo Marcos also have uh, huge resources to, to begin with, Senator Serge? Uh, not the resources of... Uh, uh, Duterte, 
Duterte has about 100 billion at his uh, command now. Okay. The advantage of the incumbent. Let's also talk yeah. about the other presidential candidates. We have two more. Okay, three. Samahin natin si Bato De La Rosa and said this, uh, in case he's not substituted. Pero, sige, <laughs> wala pa tayo natin doon sa plataforma niya. Let's focus on, ano, Senator Ping Lacson. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Senator Ping Lacson. Uh, uh, Alan, okay. So basically, in terms of messaging, in terms of packaging, this is a second uh, attempt at the presidency. No? May mga nagsasabi na perhaps this, his speak was in 2004, di ba? But pero how how would you assess his messaging, his campaign at this stage? Alan first. Uh, personally, I think he's, it's absolutely on brand. Uh, earlier we were uh, dissecting the word authenticity. Now, um, if we're talking about authenticity in every way, shape, and definition of the word, uh, certainly the campaign of Senator Ping is on point and authentic because he's projecting leadership, discipline, uh, law and order. Uh, peace and order, uh, all all tick boxes on point. So, ako pasok na pasok, authentic yung kampanya niya. Siguro, ano lang, uh, some people are saying that uh, he is past his political prime. It remains to be seen. Okay. Senator Search, what do you think of uh, Senator Pantula Laxman's uh, run or campaign so far? Um... I don't think of it because uh, I don't think he's going to be a, a serious candidate. But uh, in, in, in any case, uh, he seems to be saying what he's saying, doing what he's doing, uh, but he's not picking up steam. So I don't know what else he can do. How about uh, Caliodi de Guzman? Um, basically, they were leader. Leodi de Guzman. They were leader. Uh, I don't know him. I, I'm okay. really, really sorry. I don't know him. <laughs> Alan, let's talk about the, this other candidacy uh, by Kalyoni Guzman. He has, uh, I, I mean, lifelong, uh, yung tinatawag natin, activista, di ba? He has a working class, labor leader. Uh, but the reality is, it's really man, message, machinery, and money. Uh, all four have to go in consonance. Even if you have the man and the message, but if your machinery and your money are lacking, uh, unfortunately, and uh, we have a a, a, a political uh, heavyweight, political giant uh, uh, among us who doesn't even know him. So I think that's telling. Um, unfortunately, kailangan mo talaga ng makinarya at, uh, at pera para tumakbo bilang pangula. Okay. Uh, Senator Serge, speaking of surveys, how exactly... Uh, does a candidate make full use of surveys to be able to tell him what's right and what's wrong in a campaign? In your case, how do you do it? How, how does a candidate what? Make full use of surveys. How does a candidate... <laughs> you make full use of surveys. Uh, it, it all depends what the survey is about, no? Mm. Um but yeah, you 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 gotta make uh, full use of whatever is in there and whatever is proper. Uh, sometimes you ask questions that are mm, not not really important, so you neglect that. Uh, in a survey, the most important thing is is uh, that not really who's winning, no? although that helps, but that only tells you who's winning as of today. 
or as of the date that the survey was taken. See? So uh, that's that. Then there's, there's so many other things in the survey that uh, you, you, you have to ask me specifically what the survey was in there because uh, there are many, many things we put in the survey. Okay. Uh, lastly, yeah, same question, Alan. So how should, how can candidates make full use of uh, surveys? Uh, I think uh, Senator Serge is talking about something more specific. No? Like right, just right. Focusing on who's leading. Okay, go ahead. Well, kami kasi, uh, ako personally, I, I weaponize surveys. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an obsessive survey user. I look at it in terms of locus and focus. Where are you strong? Why are you strong there? A survey can tell you that. Why are you not strong? A survey can tell you that also. And then we have ATSP, awareness, trust, satisfaction, and preference. Uh, why don't people trust you? Do people trust you at all? You can tweak your messaging also based on a survey. But ako mahina sa kababaihan. And then, ultimately, and uh, you know, I'm lecturing here, but uh, this will lead to your SSS, your stay, stray, and sway votes. So down the line, very close to the election, surveys are going to tell you which areas are your stray votes. Wag mo yan. You're wasting your time and your money and your resources. Your stay votes... You can relax. These guys, tayo na yan. Natag mo na yan. Nakagawa ka na ng tagging. Yung sway votes, yan yung crucial. Uh, these are the people na undecided. And yung sa survey, alam mo, ang common, ang Pilipino, sanay na sanay dun sa term na undecided. Ano yung undecided number? Pero more deeply, a survey can tell you tenacity. Mm -hmm. Undecided. Tapos how tenacious are there? How likely are they to change their minds? So a survey can also tell you that. So babantayin mo dyan yung tenacity. Uh, okay. Mr. Alan Herman and former Senator Sergio Spena, thank you very much for joining us tonight on the program. Thank you very much, Christian. It was an honor and a privilege. Salamat. So that's it for tonight. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. You can watch this episode again on I Want PFC or listen to our podcast on Spotify. Now for recaps and other exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel and catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again tomorrow after the fact.